ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a sunny, funny, hilarious edition of Don't Let's Chat with me, Funster Ben Baker. Meh. <laughs> and over there is, of course, Laugh Riot, the man who always leaves his shoe on a roof, Mr. <laughs> Clownsworth. Phil Casserole! Clownsworth, no, it's, it's good, yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely up for this right now, Ben, definitely. You don't really sound it! Oh, don't I? Um, not only it's me who's the weird one, it's, uh, I'm getting a vibe. Nope, no vibe. Everything's fine. Definitely want to do some recording now. Hey, I've got a really good list here, Ben. What's that? Ten best people I know called Ben who should be on fire. Should we start with that one? Should we start with that? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I'm I'm no fan of Ben from A1. I'm sure he'll be in there. Or uh, Ben, Comrade Gentle. I wish I knew him. What, what other charts have you got there lined up for this week's all-new show? You know how uh, the other week we did a quiz about Princess Diana and a chart about sex? Yeah, very controversial. We said we'd go nowhere near ever again. Yeah, we're not going to do that, no. No, good. Uh, ten best ways to have sex with Princess Diana. That's what I've got here. <laughs> Get us locked, old man! Luckily, we're still on air, but honestly... One more comment like that, and we're off. Ten best on the buses characters. Ah, fuck. <laughs> well, uh, mm, we appear to have lost this week's episode of Don't Let's Chat with Ben and Phil. So, while we're trying to work out what's going on with that, here's another episode already in progress. Yeah, so the thing with Paddington is is that there's no real Paddington that you can hit. Oh, wait, no, I just remember the awful 80s Hanna-Barbera pointlessness, which, frankly, can go shove itself right up his own bell. Yeah, no, there was no need for that. No one asked for that. Get damn fucking pending out of my grits factory! Oh, summer. that's what he used to say every week, without fail. I'm gonna say, do you think every American program was a police procedural with an angry captain? Prove me wrong. I don't want to, because then you're just gonna sort of rework whatever I say and just have an angry captain shouting. Chandler Bing, get in my office! The well, Fresklowski <laughs> of Bel Air! Why I oughta come over there and do some <laughs> up to no goods! <laughs> I mean, to be fair... The news! The trouble that was in the neighbourhood would have... No, the news, okay. And what provides comfort in this modern age of turmoil, Phil? Uh, Lists of things we found on the internet. Lists, indeed. Top tens, charts, graphs, anything to sort of make sense of the world, to kind of break it down into manageable chunks. You didn't tell me we could do graphs. I've got loads of graphs. Well, I I don't think they come across that great on a podcast. I mean, that's why I assumed we weren't doing any, but, uh, you know, if you want to include them, there's there's some good graphs. Anyway. All right, uh, for the next 15 (laughs) seconds, Phil would like to show you his best graphs. I've not got them on me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't let's chat. How can you do an annual of Wacky Races? But I can't even understand how they got as many episodes. 
of the cartoon out of it as they did because it was essentially what? there's cars go from here to there Penelope Pitstop gets kidnapped Ant Hill Mob Rescue Muttley Sniggers Dick Dastardly Fails that's <laughs> That, I mean, do you remember at least title sequence to Cheers where someone held up a newspaper and said Dick Dastardly fails? <laughs> <laughs> you lose! <laughs> In fact, it's almost a shame that we're not doing an April Fool's chart because, you know, I'd love to go over again when the DJ from KF3 Cincinnati phoned up Mugabe and said, Hello! I'm an American senator's John Biscuits. Do you do you want to buy some Windeline? Well, I'll tell you what. Would you like a slightly classier version? What I've got is is a list of George Clooney's funniest April Fool pranks. Because oh. apparently he's a bit of a jokester. What? George yeah. Clooney, as in de films. George Clooney, Nespresso's George Clooney. At <laughs> one. Back back in the eighties. I can't believe that this is the first one on the list. Um, George Clooney used to like borrowing other people's cameras and taking pictures of his penis with them. I mean, I... So he'd, he'd, he'd put sunglasses and a cigarette in the frame. <laughs> the, the final victim of this of this particular joke in 1988 or so was, uh, was Pat Boone. What?! <laughs> Hey, Pat Boo, come here. Come here. Let's have a go on your camera for a minute. Zip, flop. <laughs> anyway, anyway. And like, I mean, like no. six months later in boots. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is what I mean. This wasn't like now where you'd go through your camera reel and go, what the fuck is that? As soon as, you know, shortly afterwards. This would be when you finally managed to get to the... Um... I don't remember going out for a drink with Alf. <laughs> Number four, the Rupert Bear Annual from 1939. <laughs> this, of course, is the uh, Rupert Bear Annual where his policy of appeasement fails and he's <laughs> he's forced to enter into armed conflict with, I don't know, whoever the German one in Rupert the Bear was. Was it replaced the following year by Bill Badger Annual? <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately replaced in 1945. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when when Rupert went on that tube and said, I don't know whether we should do some more? <laughs> Go for it, Mr. Rupert. You can do it. No, we've established that wouldn't have been Rupert. That was Bill Badger. You, you've failed with your own I have, analogy. I have. Anyway, so, forty nine ninety nine for the Rupert Bear Annual 1939. So, can we move on? I, I, I'm quite happy to have no dwelling on Rupert's piece. Uh, okay. At three. Fair enough. At three, the Busy Lizzie and Picture Book Annual 1964, which went for £50, beating Chamberlain Bear by <laughs> a penny. <laughs> Number two, in 1993, George Clooney got, got a divorce. He moved in with his good friend, Richard Kind. Richard Kind, who was in Spin City. Yep. <laughs> and he's the voice of the thing in Inside, in Inside Out, Out of Bing Bong. Yep, yep. That's it, yeah. Okay. So, so they were friends. Um, so Richard Kind had had a cat, and he kept oh, the God. litter tra- he kept the litter tray in the guest bedroom. Right. Which is where Clooney was saying. So what Clooney would do was he would empty the tray out every day. Um, before Kind got to it, so he'd think that he started to think that the cat was was ill and seriously constipated. <laughs> Wait, it gets better. Um, 
So Richard Cry took the cat to the vet clearly still didn't say anything. And then one day, then one day, Clooney left his own feces in the tray. Oh, no! Oh, George! Oh, the coffee shits as well. Oh, really? Oh, no! Oh! Tee-hee! This will be a wizard wheeze. I'm going to pick up cat shit for a year and then do a massive tod. That'll amuse the actor from Spin City, Richard Cat. Oh my god! I mean, to be fair, that's a long game. That is the it long really game. is. I, I, you know, there's a reason he was in Ocean's Eleven. Let's be fair. This oh is... no, he, he is the master deceiver. <laughs> Do you remember this that is... bit in Ocean's Twelve <laughs> where he shits in a box? You know that bit. There's that bit in Ocean's Eleven where where there's that that box gets wheeled into the vault and then that Chinese acrobat guy gets out. Uh, what if they wheeled it in? The box opens up. There's just a shit in it. And then it cut, cuts to George Clooney looking <coughs> smug. It's just it's great. How does this help the plan? No plan. <laughs> eBay's top-selling children's annuals for February 2019. Ebay's top selling children Children's annuals. You no, know, I thought about that thing when you when your mum says to you, Stop pulling that wallpaper off there or I'll put you on eBay. Like that's eBay. what she said to me all the time in the eighties. You just right. never stopped. So your mum had to sort of come up with the idea of what eBay would be yeah, in order just, to threaten you with it. Yeah. I mean I was eating a lot of wallpaper back then, so you know <laughs> I I suspect it was probably on the hindsight good. I mean I'm I'm down to boom, three rolls a week now. So, I'm a glitter, obviously. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a weirdo. He he sent a load of dialogue coach CDs to Meryl Streep, saying that they might help for her role as the Iron Lady. But he said that they were from Brad Pitt. Oh, so. that is a shitty thing. <laughs> this has gone from he <laughs> did this funny thing, right? He shit in a box. So, <laughs> Meryl Streep. You know what? Meryl Streep shit in shit. I'm gonna do this. Really funny. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send her a big box. It's gonna say inside loads of beauty products because you're beautiful, and then inside it is gonna be broken glass. Cat shit. The oh. cat shit is saved from Richard Kind's house in 1993, so it's not in the best of it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's always the same shit. It's like it's got a lock up. It's just <laughs> it's an ending. <laughs> And ten. Right, here's a funny one. So George Clooney said to a uh, mini driver, Fuck you! And then they pushed it out some stairs and they took a shit in a box. He was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, what we've learned here is that George Clooney's best work was done when he was partnered with Richard Kind. Yeah. And, and after that, it really tails off. Uh, there's, there's, oh, here we go. Uh, Yorkshire Day 2018. They did a vote for the greatest Yorkshireman. Uh, let me just check where I am. Oh, you're joking. Are you quite low down, Ben? I think lower than the internet, because I appear to have not made the top 100. Wow. You know. Interesting. I'm I'm shocked. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, so you've done a bit of heart surgery, whatever. Have you you found some sort of list? Well, I have. I found the top 10 Yorkshiremen. But because the, you like a bit of a quiz, I thought... To get some of this tension out of me, I do it. I mm-hmm. do an impression of them, and you can guess who the Yorkshire are oh, through good. my John Coulshaw style genius of voice. Uh, 
And Mother said, there's some, there's some sugar lumps and they've got it bent. And they said, oh, Mother, what am I going to do? <laughs> well... I was I was going to guess the late Jimmy Clitheroe for a bit there, but but then you added the uh, the the pathos of the the sugar lumps. So I'm going to go for Alan Bennett. <laughs> it was Alan Bennett. Well done. <laughs> oh, but <mother. laughs> so he did everything. He was his catchphrase. <laughs> for number six, I'm going to have to move far away from the microphone. Oh, no, excuse me. I'm a shouting man. <laughs> Brian Blessed. She was Brian Blessed. <laughs> right, this is, I, I do know this is a good one, this is going to be. Uh, uh, I'm one of them presenters. What does driving a car? And I'm going to stick my dick in the exhaust pipe and ask you if you want to phone a friend. <laughs> right. Um. So, what is the first most dangerous toy of all time? Uh, right, the the CSI fingerprint examination kit. Could, you could dust things with with fingerprint powder, and it turned out the powder had up to five percent asbestos in it. <laughs> so they it was they found out about it in November two thousand and seven. But CBS Consumer Products decided to leave it on the shelves because it was run up to Christmas. What point did like Ian Board Games go? Right, can we have a look at this product, please? It said five percent asbestos. Is that is that a, a regular amount of asbestos? <laughs> as 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 Monopoly got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's stress stress about you know. <laughs> it's like you know game of life. That's that's about forty five percent paraffin. Yeah. So. You know, it's fine. I mean, the, the safe amount of asbestos is, of course, no asbestos, which which most <laughs> of the children's toys manage to uh, manage to contain. Anyway, move on, move on. The Hannah Montana Pop Star card game. Now, oh, we were always playing that up. Uh, we were up to community centre. Yeah, the community centre. Mister T used to bring it in. Yeah. <laughs> now, um. The important thing with with any pop star card game, Ben, is that the amount of lead in it <laughs> remains no more than forty parts per million. No more than that. You can have up to forty in your pop star card yeah, that's game. Said, no one's taking that away from you. That's still on the tip. Now, now, what you shouldn't do is put seventy five times that level into your pop star card game. <laughs> what? I mean, at that point, you have to be... Where does it even come in? <laughs> so you have to be bringing lead into the process and going, just just pop that in. Just pop a bit of lead on it. Everyone needs a bit oh, of lead. Oh, I've got trumps on you. I've got Hannah's radiation poisoning card. <laughs> it's a shiny. So Hannah Montana's the game stayed on the shelves because the lead was found in the vinyl of the cards and not in paint, so it wasn't covered by legislation. I mean, we all remember the classic <laughs> Hannah Montana's crippling addiction to lead that she has in every episode. You know, I, I appreciate it's important, but what is that? <laughs> Oh, well, um, uh, hi. Uh, sorry about all that chaos at the opening of today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. This is all new Ben Berger here now with a very sedated Phil Catterall. Mm. Mm. You, you, you feel a lot better now, don't you? Yeah, so, yeah. Let's go with yeah. Okay, so what's our next chart? Well, I thought you'd got it. Uh, okay, well, it says here, Top 10 things to send Phil Catterall into a murderous rage... Oh no! Come here! No! No! Not my face! 
we're going to start out our, our second episode with RottenTomatoes.com's Thank you for putting .com no. in our audience. Rotten Tomatoes, the butchers uptown. Yeah, no, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> the the collapsing fruit, and this is the this is the bottom sequels. Yeah, it is. <laughs> these are the follow ups that nobody requested the most. <laughs> the, the, but the, the most people went, oh no, thank you. Son of the Mass, critic score of 6%, audience score of 15%. I don't remember anything about it except Jamie Kennedy's in it. I was about to say, when if if you if film description starts with the words Jamie Kennedy, I'm, I'm good. And doesn't end in experiment. No, especially if it ends with experiment. That's, oh, yeah, sorry. I question Jamie Kennedy's experimental method, to be honest. There's no sign of a control group. There's there's no double blind testing. It looks like Ben. It looks like all he's doing is playing pranks on people. And I can't imagine that for a second. Why would there be any room for a prank style program in the early two thousands on television? <laughs> what do you think I am? Some sort of jackass. Oof. Thanks. It's okay. top people that died on the stage. I'm glad you continued that. <laughs> Top five people who died. Because there's going to be a lot of pissed off people who didn't make that list. Number three. Number three. Uh, Madame Delinsky. This is in 1820, the female half of a magic act who was accidentally shot and killed while performing the bullet catch trick. One of the gunmen mistakenly loaded his rifle with a live bullet. One of the six. What? Six. Six gunmen. What? Six. What? <laughs> So six people firing like are we doing it at the same time or like, yeah. one after the other? No, I think I think they all just fire at once in in that. I could be wrong. So so there's there's a bunch of different ways because I've I've done some reading up on the bullet catch trick because of this. The, there's, I'm glad because um, I'm fascinated. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a bunch of different ways that that you can do it. Um, so in in most cases, there's usually sort of something in between, like a pane of glass, the the performer and the shooter. Um, to make it you, yeah. so that you know it's definitely a real bullet. Sometimes they fire a blank and the, the bullet's been palmed. It's all mis- misdirection and sleight of hand to get that bullet into the performer's mouth. The most common one in early days of the trick where, where it went wrong was that they used to just have a gun with an actual bullet in it but fire it away <laughs> from the performer. Now... <laughs> So yeah, in 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 the case of this one, yeah, they should they should have all been blanks. Why you had six people shooting at you, I don't know. Because it's exciting. It's more than five. Indeed. If he, if I said, oh, to, on today's show, I'm going to be shot by the members of Boyzone. <coughs> bit, but less exciting if I said I'm going to be shot by the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Believe me, with some of the stuff I've been posting on their message boards, <laughs> I had to. Uh, a magician called Arnold Buck was killed while performing the bullet catch trick, Ben. Bullet catch. Oh, bloody hell. Again. Um, volunteer from the audience was given the gun and the bullet to load. Bullet was a blank, um, but the audience member put some nails in the gun barrel. What? No. Yeah, so they managed to pick an audience member that, one, had nails on him, and two, apparently had a grudge against Arnold Buck for some reason. <laughs> Have we ever met before? Yeah, she shagged my wife. Uh-oh. Here's a gun. <laughs> it's, not, it's not ideal, is it? It's, uh, dead. And number one, the, the top person who died during a performance of some description is... Chung Ling Su. Oh, yeah, from Straight Fighter. No, so uh, no uh, he, was, he was a magician, Ben. Elizabeth oh, Robinson. no. Don't. <laughs> 
Don't. It's, it's the bullet catch again. It's the bullet catch oh, again. What? So, <laughs> what is going on? So this this time, what was supposed to happen was the the, the the ramrod tube underneath the gun barrel was supposed to have a blank go off in it. So you get the bang, but nothing would actually come out of the gun. But the gun malfunctioned and the bullet that was in the main barrel did get fired out and... Yeah. So, so they had a trick gun, and the gun malfunctioned by working as a gun. Yeah. <laughs> e- effectively, yes. The the idea. Oh. Scary movie five. Why five? <laughs> what are you doing? Huh? Just warming up. This is the one with with Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan. No, I I, I saw the first three. The third one is where the Zucker brothers get involved, isn't it? A Zucker brother. <laughs> oh, is it A Zucker brother? Right. It's A Zucker brother. It is one is of it... the famous ones. I mean, it's not like Ian Zucker. Like no, no, I don't. I appreciate it. I, I, yeah, I didn't know uh... if it was both of them. I know one of them did an American Carol a number of years ago, which was, um, yeah. If you want to see Kelsey Grammer I do. as a conservative type who finds out what happens in the future when liberals, then. I don't! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after all that, to be honest with you, I'm going a little bit peckish. Well, I mean, I've got a food-related list, cool. if, if you're interested. You print it out, I'll eat it. Smashing. <laughs> the 15 best McDonald's Happy Meal toys of all time. Okay. Okay, well, let's start at 15. 15 uh, Happy Meal cars. Uh, like fries and stuff with little wheels on them. I think I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14. 14. Inspector Gadget. Now, you had to collect... Lots of different body parts and, and gadgets that were all packaged separately. But you had an arm squirter, you know, his famous arm squirter, watch belt and siren hat. Now, of those three, siren hat, <laughs> I'm on board with. What are you doing up there? I'm just playing with my arm squirter, man. <laughs> I've only got two more pieces. I'm going to full Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Thirteen! Mini Furbies. These ones, they weren't fuzzy and didn't talk to you, uh, but you could move their eyes, toes and beaks with the, with the push of a button. Now, I knew that the word beak would, <laughs> would set you off there. <laughs> it was, it did. <laughs> I won't say you're a predictable man, Ben. Sorry, I'd like to complain about the lack, lack of beaks in my happy meal. <laughs> Uh, 12 uh, Tamagotchi keychains They came before Fer- They did come just before Furbies like, Just before but very similar Yeah So so they- in this case there wasn't actually Like a Tamagotchi In the thing It was like a plastic right. egg keychain That had a toy or a game inside it So uh, Yeah no <laughs> 11, 11. Uh, Changeables so presumably this is when your kid pisses himself no. at McDonald's. So no. this was Transformers but McDonald's items. Oh, actually, now you said that, I do have an yeah. image of a little fries turning into a, like a man. Yep. With arms. So there was a there was a fries. The man with arms. Can you imagine such a thing? There was a fries. There was an ice cream. There was a box of chicken nuggets. And then they formed a detective agency. No. Uh, Eleven. Sky dancers. So, but it was it was fairy dolls that you clipped into a base, pulled a string, and then they flew in the air. They were those, you know, like those helicopter toys that you get. Oh, I mean, sky dancers, I assume, the fellas who came to your door and sort of went, Would you like to upgrade to sky and get one of dishes on your box? Okay, nine. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island bath toys. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> you know what? I bloody love the Muppets. And if I had a, could have a little bath with Kermit or uh, Crumpso, as we all know, so, the best so one. It looks like you could get Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo and Fozzie. Uh, you could not get a rubber floating Tim Curry, it looks like. And I think we should all be grateful. What about Kevin? We should Bishop? all be grateful for that. Bath toys is a very strange really thing to put in a Happy Meal because it's just like, you have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that when you have a bath next week. <laughs> next week? Yeah, I'm from North. We don't have baths. Uh, that's fair enough. Uh, eight. Disney movie cups. You know, cups with pictures of Disney things on the side. Oh, That's... no, I wish it was just a cup and it just said in pen, Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe, like, like underneath my say, oh, no, no, one damnations. <laughs> Brackets dog. Bumby. Tr- Trumbo. <laughs> Trumbo, yeah. Everyone's favourite Disney movie, Trumbo. Remember when that elephant got blacklisted by Hollywood? The lady and the cup. What? <laughs> Eight. Uh, Hello Kitty, you know. So I'm assuming like, they always like had a boy sing and a girl sing. So it would be like, Hello Kitty for girls at that time, and for boys it would have been, I don't know, uh, Kevin Keegan face moulds. That sort of <laughs> That's you know? what the kids want. It seems to have converged now, and, and you just get one, which, you know... So you get is... Hello Kitty with Kevin Keegan's face. <laughs> Six. Pokeballs. You... Fucking tight, pal, smash your face in. Five! Uh, Disney Masterpiece Collection. Disney action figures, but they came inside a VHS case. But without a video in it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, just an action That's figure. That's frustrating. Yeah. You know, especially when your dad has to come in every six months or so and say, sorry, your toys are going into the Disney vaults. <laughs> Michael Eisner right. turned up at your house and impounded <laughs> everything that was not currently approved. Four. McNugget Buddies. So it was. I don't know why McNugget is funny. Well, it's like Nugget is not funny. <laughs> McNugget is funny. Three uh, Mighty Ducks pucks. So these were hockey pucks that had the characters on top in with their gear on. Um, they were plastic, but the same size as actual ice hockey pucks. You could slip one into a game. I don't know why you I would do that. But, well, I don't. Uh, number D, number D two. Number D two. Hot Wheels cars, actual proper Hot nah, Wheels. Ah, always cars. a winner. Always, yeah. Kids will always like, just like, can you push it around and go brum? Yeah, sweet. You know, whether it's you know a Hot Wheels car or your granddad on day release, you know, in his in his chair. I mean, I don't know whether it's better that you specified in his chair. On his rug. You know, the implication that you were just shoving a person around <laughs> because he was out. Oh, you'd have to have wheels. I'm not a monster. <laughs> and at number one, the best ever uh, Happy Meal toy, according to some that I've already forgotten. Delish.com. Uh, Disney plates. The no. Plate. No, sorry, what is it? Teeny Beanie Babies. <laughs> you remember Beanie Babies? I do. Do you remember smaller Beanie Babies? That I came do. with came with chips. Did you ever think I like my Beanie Baby collection, but I wish it were a bit smaller and smelt of grease? <laughs> Highlander Two: The Quickening. Now, as we all know, this is the best of the Highlander films uh, because it brings back dead Sean Connery's character and introduces a science fiction plot that makes no sense. <laughs> and, oh, this is a terrible film. This is genuinely terrible. 
I saw it before the original because it's like about that early nineties, is it? Ninety one. So bad, it, it killed Freddie Mercury. Yeah, there's there's two different versions where the director basically had the film taken off him and it got made into an incoherent mess. The director sort of took it back at some point and went, no, I'm going to put all these scenes back in and change all this stuff. So apparently there's a better version of Highlander 2 that exists, but I'm, I'm all right, not going to bother. With more Highlanders, even more Highlanders. How high is the Highlander 2? It's too high. The quicker that it's a bit too quick. I feel a bit bilious. Indeed. <laughs> Who was your best? Who was your best president out of all the presidents? Out of all the presidents, yeah. Ooh, I would say it's probably one of the Roosevelts. To be honest, that that would be one of the best ones. Uh, probably one of the Roosevelts. Um, to narrow it down to two. Yeah, I, I, I ain't got that. I, 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 I got. That. I've got ten facts about Richard Nixon, who died on this day in 1994. Okay. And as a bit of fun, it's a quiz. It's a quiz section of the podcast. I've changed one of the words in each of these facts. You have to tell me which word I've changed and what the actual word should be. So, okay. for example, if I said Richard Nixon was a quacker, is it, is it Quaker? It is. It was Quaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, good. it's clever. It's clever. It's clever like that. No, it's good. Right. Number one, Richard Nixon, when he was younger, wanted to join Fully Booked Interactive. <laughs> Is it the FBI, Ben? It is the FBI. Even Richard Nixon would not want to work with Vernon Kay. <laughs> Correct. Number two, in 1960, Nixon ran for a Twix and lost to JFK. Is it, is it President instead of Twix? Which word have I replaced? Is it though? Twix? Is it Twix? It was, well, well done, it was. It was that well done. Three, after losing the election for California Dreams in 1962, Nixon moved to New York. Right, instead of Dreams, is it Governor, Ben? He's Governor. Uh, although I wish he had been joining the early 90s here by the ball knockoff boy-girl <laughs> surf dudes. Four, in 1968, Nixon earned the nomination for president and beat Vice President Jake Humphrey to win the election. Um... It, well, it's it is, it is Jake Humphrey, but I can't remember who who was vice. It wasn't Gerald. Was it Gerald Ford? No, it wasn't Gerald Ford. It was LBJ, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Hubert Humphrey. Well done. Oh, okay. Uh, number five. Nixon welcomed home the Queen's Park Rangers starting eleven astronauts after their historic <laughs> nineteen sixty nine moon landing. Now, is it Queen's Park Rangers starting that should be replaced with Apollo? <laughs> oh, you, you, I don't know if you spotted that ruse <laughs> cracked. Well done. He had a Kirsty Alley installed under the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's tricky. It could be any of them words. Could be any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not Kirsty Alley. It should be George Went. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. We lose. <laughs> It was, of course, Kirstie Alley's less popular sister. Bowling. Bowling. <laughs> In 1974, Nixon resigned from the presidency due to the events surrounding Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it made its money back, Ben. It was a financial <laughs> success. I, I refuse to answer this question. I will not have Waterworld impugned in this way. Eight. Nixon wrote ten bestsellers on domestos and international affairs. 
I love that you're taking this quiz seriously. <laughs> very it's, important uh, it's, it's, tribute to <laughs> our glorious goose. It wasn't domestos. It was domestic. It was domestic. It was domestic. It was domestic. <laughs> Thank you. On December 21st, 1970, Nixon greeted one of the more colourful characters to ever enter the White House, the singer Butts Carlton. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I can't breathe. This is the stupidest quiz you've ever done. And why, why am I still laughing at it? I'm going to have to my hands. <laughs> well, I mean... It's one of the singers, you know, the singers. You've seen them. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not butts. That's the problem. It's not butts. I mean, it's neither of those ones. No, I give up. I give up. He's Elvis Presley. Uh, of course he uh, Very much the butts Carlton of, of his generation. <laughs> well, no, because he existed. <laughs> and finally, please listen carefully to this one. This is a very, very difficult one. Right. In office, Nixon was determined to achieve peace with honour and end the war in your mum's bum. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. That concludes Nixon Best Quiz. All right, please. Oh, Christ. You have been listening to the best of Don't Let's Chart Volume 1, which was put together and did some voices by me, Ben Baker. And me, Phil Catterall. Sorry, everyone. It wasn't. It wasn't real. I wasn't really upset. I'm sorry. No, we 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 kind of needed a week off. We're putting yeah. it out about the three months, and then there's all the bonus stuff that you can get on Patreon as well that we've been putting up. Yeah. So if you want some extra stuff as well as this, do go on to Patreon.com/slash/DotLet'sChat, and uh, there will be normal service as much as that can possibly relate to us. Yeah. <laughs> next week. Thank you to Tim Worthington. Uh, we had clips from his Looks Unfamiliar uh, pilot that he let us do. Uh, yeah. Go and listen to Looks Unfamiliar. As heard in The Guardians. Mm. I mean, ri- written in The Guardian. It wasn't heard well, in The yeah. Guardian. Unless you Look, listen if, to The Guardian. Well, if I were a blind fella, someone would probably read it out, wouldn't they? Anyway. And so, until next time, I have been Chamberlain Bear. And I've been the actor Richard Kind. Oh, here. I've got a surprise for you. It's no. something in a box. No. Look, take te- 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 it. Goodbye, listeners. No. It's in a box. 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 I mean, the, the reviews aren't in yet, but um, I, I think we both know what they're going to say. Triumph <laughs> is the name of a puppet dog with these smaller letters underneath. Success is the name of an oral sex slash in excess tribute act. No, no, no. no.